0: Welcome to another episode of Minds Eric. I'm Jenna. What's up?
1: My name is Alex.
0: Yeah, ha-ha. fucked you up <laughs> there, I'm didn't Mayan. I?
1: <laughs> and I'm Tim. How's everybody doing? Stellar professional audio content.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. We rock at this a <laughs> little bit. Is this like episode 16 and we still haven't gotten this? <laughs> I'm just It's only,
0: throwing it's only that when I come there. on and do the intro. <laughs> I'll fuck it up every time. Oh, no, it's
2: not you. It's everybody.
1: I was going to say, you didn't fuck anything up there. We're just all really slow to responding because none of us knows how to answer how is everyone. Oh, that's
0: fair. That's probably fair. I mean, I
1: can answer. (laughs) I had my grandfather's visitation and am burying him tomorrow.
0: How are you? That doesn't make it awkward at all. (laughs) Uh, My boss fired her day nurse, so now I'm
2: the day nurse. So that's how I am. How are you, man? Uh, I got into a really big screaming fight at work that I couldn't actually scream at the person that I wanted to so I'm grand I'm
3: off the next three days from work oh, so I'm you yeah. bastard yeah <laughs>
1: <laughs> no. Yeah, i've got i've <laughs> sorry, got sorry. some solace if you're if you're Jen looking for a new nurse and you're the day nurse you can always get rosario dawson and is the night nurse
2: <laughs> Ooh, that would be cool that would make a job worth it she's,
1: she's not going to be busy with daredevil anymore it's
0: true yeah but only if i can call this it is anime, the comics though.
1: podcast right
0: oh yeah yeah totally
1: <laughs> yeah so this book was really good <laughs> what
0: book yeah
3: oh the third book in the andalite chronicles <laughs>
1: An alien
3: dies.
1: Bum, bum, bum. Well, tell me about it, Tim.
3: Do uh, you want me to do my recap right now? I can do my recap.
1: Fuck yeah. I mean, I, I, I think we should start with that and then let you get through that before we devolve into just mercilessly roasting you. Yeah. Oh,
4: yeah.
3: Okay, well, I actually have two recaps, if I'm being honest here. I have my recap of the book, and then I have my reactions to the last few chapters of the book, which I think y'all are going to have a lot of fun with. <laughs> um, we'll, we'll start with... With the the recap, yes, the Andalite Chronicles, book three, an alien dies. Elfanger can't breathe and recaps his failures. Visor thirty-two wants to use the time matrix. After Elfanger fills the ship with air, somehow elfhanger goes outside uh, with the visor holding a cable to uh, attach to him. This is after they let the air out of the ship again. Elfinger, Visor thirty-two, and Lauren have a battle of wills in the fourth dimension. Chapman is out cold. Elfinger is home, but when? Nope, not home. They probably broke everything. They created a place representative of all three of them. Elfinger finds Lauren, and then they find Visor. 32. Jarex and Larex attack Elfanger. Lauren rides Elfanger. Lauren finds her home. Yeah, she
4: does.
3: (laughs) 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 Lauren finds her home and mom, but they aren't real. Lauren plays softball. Elfanger thinks they created a fifth dimensional tangent. Lauren finds they can't leave They need to find the time matrix Lauren made a nightmare McDonald's with an eyeless human The universe is a hyperspiral The matrix is at the center Time is accelerating as they near the center They have to go into the vortex at the center of the universe Visser 32 and the Mortrons show up to fight The Visser retreats while making threats Elfanger and Lauren need to go to past Earth Then we skip ahead three years later Elfanger has become human He works with Bill Gates and Steve Jobs (laughs) Tim is the worst at prediction and has his mind blown. Elfanger married which by the way not there. I thought I did. We'll get to that in a minute. Elfanger marries Lauren and all is good until the Elimist shows up. Elimist says he has to fix stuff. Put Elfanger back. Elfanger is still Marco's dad. Literally wrote that in my notes. <laughs> the Elimist... The Elemists are fighting a great evil. Elfanger saves the day in battle with Visser three, tells the captain everything and is redeemed. The story begins. And right at the end I wrote, It was Tobias. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, so here's my before. I- I- Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. You you want me to go through the the second recap? The what I thought before as I was we reading? do that.
1: So before we do that, I want to take a moment and do two things. One, I am dropping in our Facebook chat the secret shitty andalite that I did for the future spoilers thread on the Discord, so that Tim can finally see it because I felt guilty as though we're making fun of Tim when we're not. We love and appreciate Tim's commitment I wanted to be to clear. I'm
0: making fun of Tim a little bit. <laughs> I forgot about this one.
3: Oh man. I'm so glad that's I'm not... just for you i'm I'm sharing that on Facebook when this episode drops Yeah. So um gay. it
1: is the it is the snowman version of a shitty and alight with the caption Mr. Podcaster. I gave you all the clues <laughs> uh the second uh... thing is I've been wanting to I've been looking forward to being able to talk about this because I had zero recollection of Elfinger being Tobias's father. Until in the first book, I saw the words, the child is here. And then suddenly, like, all of it came back. And it was the weirdest fucking thing. And I have not been able to talk about it on the show, because I couldn't without (laughs) spoiling Tim. And now I have.
3: Man, I was so wrong. They had me... I I don't even have, like, anything to make up. Like, I was just... And it became so clear after I read it that I should have seen this way sooner.
1: (laughs) I mean, he loves being a bird. Yeah. Elfinger loves flying. He wanted to be yeah. a pilot. He wanted to be a bird.
3: Well, wait, wait till you hear the train the the, the train of thought while I get through the end of the book.
0: I actually uh, messaged me just... him. Okay. I messaged him on the day that we were supposed to record last week, and I was like, "Hey, have you finished this book?" And if he just said no, I was going to be like, "Hey, you need to call me. You need to call me right now as you read. Please do this." <laughs>
1: All right. Yeah, so, I wish we could have gotten that live reaction, but also oh, that would have ticked him off. I, there was like an audible like
3: <laughs> noise that came out of me when I when I read it. I got really into this book this this one more so than any of the other ones. This one really got me. But we'll, we'll pick it up where Elfinger becomes a human. I wrote in my notes he biased. Like I physically wrote that.
0: And you now, still
3: thought. My, Uh, My reaction to it is, oh my god, there's two elfangers. I thought that there had created a second time remnant elfanger. That's where my brain went while I'm reading the story. Then it comes to find out that he's good at computers, this human elfanger. And I said, he is Marco's dad. Then Chapman showed back up, and my only note is, how? Then Elfanger married Lauren. And that, my note after that is, I am officially the worst at predictions. I, <laughs> the worst
1: part is, is Meg actually told me
3: this. Like, physically said that this is a possibility. And I was like, "Psha, nothing. Nah, yeah. nah, there
1: are so many times that I we know. tried to steer you into this. Down to when we were all recording around the table the first part. Meg accidentally referred to a character as my son.
2: Yeah. Yes. Oh, no,
1: I missed that. Yeah. <laughs> totally missed that. <laughs> yeah, um,
2: instead of just child.
1: Yeah. Fanger
3: gets a Mustang, which my only caption is, yes, because I was really happy for him. This this is another good one. I just have the note, Alan Fangor. And then right below it, I have Marco Fangor, question mark, because I'm still <laughs> hanging on to that.
2: You do a realize man shows up. that Marco's dad I, has been in the series. Yes, that's why I thought he
3: like he was the time remnant Elfinger. okay, I can't talk anymore. Who didn't notice
1: when another Andalite added Andalite computer code. I I know, I know.
3: There's no excuse. (laughs) <laughs> um a man shows up in Elfinger's house i'm convinced that's viscer three it turns out it's the elemist and i'm just terrible at this <laughs> when the elemist when the elemist shows up i said oh shit i should be mad but i love it because he basically like fixed story gaps you know it, it's like something that in any other book would have like annoyed me but i really really loved it because he just fixed the things that he wanted to and it really fit with the way the character is shown so far then i also got excited because it turns out Arbrona's is still alive and then i realized that i said he wasn't and then my last note is it was tobias with about 12 exclamation points and then my note under that is sound of my head exploding
1: <laughs> like I, in I, the I, first book in the prologue he says that he just talked to the boy only one of them stood back to talk to yep.
3: him yep yep and i mr uh, podcaster <laughs> i gave you all the clues it was all there the whole time. It makes perfect sense now. I don't know why I didn't see it. I, am, I think that we should officially change it. I am no longer Jake Dumb. Jake is Tim Dumb sometimes. <laughs> it's the greater of the two Dumbs. But the best part
1: is, this is a great thing to hang a podcast on.
3: Uh, you know what, though? You know what, though? It made my enjoyment of the end chapter, of, or the end of this book... So much greater to have been wrong the whole time than to have seen it come, You know back.
2: what? Every listener I talked to, it made it so much more enjoyable knowing that you felt this way, too. Because <laughs> yeah. there was a lot. I got text messages. There's been a lot of Discord chat of just like, how does Tim not this quote? How does oh, he yeah, not? Oh, yeah. We're like
1: two weeks deep. <laughs>
2: yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. No, yeah. No. I don't know. I, where did I make up that Lauren was Marco's mom? I don't know, name? but
2: I will tell I, you that I've a lot I of people love that.
3: Yeah. I don't know where I pulled that from. I I am glad everybody else is enjoying it. But like I said, I know it 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 made it made this book so impactful to have been like it was so like like there was an actual twist and it was huge to me because I was so set on it
1: being Margo's dad. So can we come back to Meg's question from the end of, of the last episode? Who did the end of this book make cry?
2: Oh, I totally fucking
0: cried.
1: I definitely did. Like end of Hamilton Tears.
0: I mean, I remember crying the last time I read it, which was maybe five or six years ago. But not this time.
2: I didn't cry this time. I think I was just
0: too busy going, oh, Tim's head's going to explode. He's going to explode. <laughs> it's going to be good. That is definitely
2: colored a lot of this rereading. It's just going, "Yeah, oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Tim. Oh, oh, Tim. Tim, oh, Tim.
3: Yeah.
1: Tim, did you did you no. get at least a little no. misty?
3: No. I mean, I, I obviously it was... It's a rough situation for Elfanger having to deal with all of that. But I, no, I I was so into what was going on, I guess, aside from that, that that didn't, didn't really have... It's the same thing as the last time. Like I guess that, that type of story just doesn't impact me the same way it does other people. But, you know, Tobias being Elfanger's son, that, that one really got me. It's not just that know.
2: it's Tobias' is Elfanger's son, it's that he had to have Tobias to essentially end this war in the in the Elmas eyes it's like the possibility Mm -hmm. of this war actually finally ending is that he needed to have this kid and also needed to be ripped away from his kid because he is needed elsewhere that's like what, what i
3: was talking about with the with the like the elemist comes in and he resets some of the story points like the stuff that we want to keep we leave and the stuff that we don't we set back and like in any other story i'd have been like that's a cheap way out but in this i love it because of the way the elemist is already defined well and know? it
1: makes what makes it work is because the only way that this tracks is if it is intentional manipulation on the elemist's part he yeah. could have come in any moment But he waited until Tobias was conceived and I guess far enough along to be, you know, you know, for for a doctor to tell. Uh, And he left Tobias in play. So, like, he could have come and fixed things at any point, but this is 100% like the whole thing was a honeypot for Elfinger to put him in this exact situation to lay out exactly what needs to happen to have a chance of beating the earth
2: yeah, it's pretty fun creepy too and he had to go you back don't... to have axe right like axe was not born in the alternate timeline. Or am I remiss from remembering?
1: No, that's right. Like, because of whatever happened without him there, Axe was never born. By going back, Axe is also born. It's just...
0: Yeah, time but time. also he, like, he went back, but he didn't go back. Like, in, in that timeline, he was always there, but his consciousness was not there. So he doesn't know all the shit that he's done to become a war prince.
1: No, I think he does. I think he went back to shortly after he used... The fight he went back to was shortly after he used used the uh time matrix so there's an entire timeline that's like a tangent timeline that no longer exists where he lived on earth up until the night he died, or not the night he, the night Tobias was, con- or would have been, an, when when he would have found out about Tobias. mm mm-hmm. And then the Elemis pops in and brings him back to right after they used the time matrix, <clears throat> not like the moment after, but shortly after, so he could show up, save the day, and then he still did all the things he was known for doing.
2: Hmm. What I've come to realize, reading reviews and talking to a couple people, I never read the Elemist Chronicles. Like it's that's come very clear to me. But as much as I love Andalite Chronicles and people seem to love it, it seems to be the least of the three chronicles. Like they really? get better.
3: This was the one that I was waiting on, and it it like I thought this would be the most interesting to me, and it way surpassed any expectations I could have had for it. So if this is the least, I really cannot wait for the Elemist Chronicles. Oof.
1: Can we get into some granular stuff, or do we want to keep talking about general stuff for the moment?
3: If by general stuff you mean how wrong
1: I am all the time, then let's go to the granular (laughs) stuff. Okay. I have a thing from pretty early on that is some really, like, specific physics bullshit that I dug. (laughs) Uh, Specifically, the idea that with everything the Jahar had been through at the end of Book 2, the Time Matrix was still, like, gravitationally near it. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. And the first time I read it, I'm like, well, that sounds like bullshit. And then I remembered in book two, they, they talk about the sheer amount of energy in the time matrix, like comparing it to what it takes just for Z space travel. And if energy is mass... It's not that the ship has a gravitational field that is holding it in. It's that the ship would be attracted to the time matrix. That makes a lot yeah. more sense. Yeah, it does. And they never make a meal of it. But I, like, this was the first thing I, I took a note on and I started messaging Meg. I'm like, I want to talk about <laughs> this and it's nerdy and dumb and stupid. And Meg's like, I haven't started reading yet. <laughs>
4: um,
1: little things like that make me happy. And as many times as they've they've name dropped Einstein, I'm glad they could fit in just some general relativity.
2: It is great, yeah. Yeah.
1: Mine was the representations of the fourth and
3: fifth dimension again. Like it's and, and I actually have a note that I would not have appreciated this book if I had read it at the proper age. Because I wouldn't have been exposed to any of that stuff. But the way it's presented is so I I, I don't know what the term is, but it's 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 presented so well that you can envision it so easily, if that makes sense. Like uh, these these concepts that that would normally be sort of beyond the age of the reader are are presented in such a way that they're useful. I, I really enjoyed that.
0: Yeah, yeah. It definitely finds a way to like explain things without without dumbing it down and without being condescending.
2: Yeah, yeah. But puts the condescension in the Andalite's mouth.
1: <laughs> well, that's because they're space colonial England. That's quite so. Also, our Bronze alive. I...
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm glad this book oh, addressed that, because <laughs> I couldn't yeah. remember if it did or not. I'm just going to say, the freaking line, we had Andalites when I was your age, has stuck in my mind for probably close to 20 fucking years, <laughs> and yet, <laughs> it took this read around for me to realize he was talking about Bill Gates and Steve Jobs. Or, yeah. <laughs> I'm so annoyed with myself that like that's the one thing that I've clung on to, yet this wonderful slide in no hey man
0: i still didn't get it until people were talking about it in this in the discord i was like what are you talking about steve and bill uh (laughs) yeah shut up
2: (laughs) (laughs) okay i just that made me feel better thank you (laughs) yeah yeah no no i still didn't get it so yeah i was like why is that important that their names are bill and steve (sighs) yep i didn't if if the steve hadn't been there because the bill flew right past me the steve i was like wait a second He just talked to a bill. Now we got a Steve.
3: Doesn't even make a reference about windows and the, the fruit iconography yeah
1: well he talks about having to explain basic terms and dumbed down uh or basic ideas and really dumbed down language comparing things to a window yeah yeah that's what it was yeah which just reinforces my theory that i have clung to since episode one of this there are so many like really sly intentional cultural references in here this just proves to me that yes those are in fact meant to be references to things
3: yeah yeah absolutely marco fangor like at this point i could like feel the three of y'all slapping the back of my head i'm just gonna
2: remind you well okay i guess marco's dad have we established that he's not latina i Mm. don't know i can't remember i feel like
1: i have it in my head that his mother is but i don't know i think we've established
2: his mom is and i think we've established that he's biracial but I don't think we've yeah. established what his dad is. Either way, I don't know. That was what I was going with is this is not a very Hispanic last name. And then I was like, oh, this may not. This train of thought doesn't pan out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that don't track. Does this mean that Tobias's name is Tobias Fangor, or does Tobias have a different last
1: name?
3: <laughs> well, didn't his dad get replaced in the new? Time? Yeah, yeah, he got. But
1: did he? He got body snatched. Did, <laughs> did he
2: or did the <laughs> yeah, elements so... just tell him that? I don't know because mm, like I know. That's...
1: no, I think he actually did.
2: Like that. That, it, that is so fucking believe. creepy. Or die or something, and it's like, yeah, I don't know. Well, Tobias
1: I'd- says at the end of this, and I'm paraphrasing because I don't have my book with me. Like when talking, because we we get okay, so we get the actual conversation that happens between Elfinger and Tobias that we never see in book one. Wait a second, I get. It. Mm-hmm. And Elfinger asks about his mother, and he says, "Yeah, my mother was never the same after my father left." So I think it's still like whoever was there left, but it was you know some other doppelganger. In her mind,
2: like it was someone else, human.
1: Yeah, yeah, I don't. I think it was like a carbon copy of al fanger who ghosted
2: it says she disappeared when i was little i don't know what happened i guess she died people say she just left because she was messed up they said she never got over my father i don't know but i know she has to be dead because she'd never have just left me no matter what But maybe that's what I've told myself. I don't exactly have a family. I don't know. I'm not buying that a copy got put in or that a new dad got put in. Yeah. Uh,
3: Yeah. You maybe. I mean, you could really look at it on a bunch of different levels. Like maybe the copy, like in her heart, she knew it was never the right copy. And that's what caused the problems, if that makes sense. Yeah. Or it could be that there was no copy, just like you said. There's a bunch of different ways you can read it. I want to get a new puppy and name it Tobias Fangor now,
0: though. (laughs) Oh,
3: That is the That's a good puppy name.
0: That is the one part in the book I, bag also that like always catches me right in the chest. I'm like, oh kid, oh parents sometimes leave and don't come back
1: though.
2: But your friends are your family I, now. It's oh.
1: too much. <laughs> <laughs> I did have a really dark thought during that. Going back to the first Megamorphs, the woman who kidnaps Rachel, yeah, and uh, tries to kill her. All I could sit there thinking because I don't, I don't remember what goes on with Lauren if we ever see her again. But all I could think was, "It wasn't Lauren, was it?" Oh no! Oh my I goodness! Know. Oh no! Is that where I got the name Lauren from? No, no, me? No, they,
2: I don't think they ever actually said the name in the first one. I feel like that's something that I would have like clung on to. And I've always clung on to that it was the woman that they pulled out, but that might have been from the TV show. That I pulled that from. I'm gonna okay, have to go back and
3: reread that. I, I'm, I'm not. I am like oh, forever on these predictions, but I'm gonna throw out the long term prediction that Lauren does show up in the series again. Mainly because I just hope. That I mean, Lauren it would be strange if she again. did not. Yeah, yeah. That's like but saying really, you know, I,
2: Chapman might show up in the next book. <laughs> <laughs> No, hey, no, also there's on no my way Chapman list. shows up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh.
1: <laughs> this looks so great. <laughs> is a low I blow mean, there, Alex. I from wrong to, like, we're trying <laughs> to give you every excuse and... <laughs> It was so good. Like, what I'm saying is thank you, Tim, for this joy that you have brought me.
2: Like, that beautiful, beautiful gift you gave us.
1: Yeah.
3: Well, you're you're welcome for my dumbness, everybody. Like, stopped
2: trying with Lauren and tried to lean into the Arbron is alive. Still didn't. It's all good. Yeah, Yeah. It's all good.
3: <laughs> No, literally, you said, you said the words. He can morph into a- any form. He could become human. And I'm like, ha, 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 No, That's I think
2: your silly. response was interspecies <laughs> dating. Ugh. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, that, you are correct. Oh, my goodness. <laughs>
2: Which, like, his son is a bird in love
1: with a human, yeah. but whatever. <laughs>
0: yeah no we haven't seen that in this series yet mm.
1: yeah a bird in love with a human who conceptualizes him in the elemis idea space as a half bird half human person no
2: no no. he conceptualizes himself that way she didn't that's what I oh said. i thought you meant she did sorry i was like wait a second yeah.
1: No. Uh, can we talk about Can we talk about Nightmare Hellscape in the Time Matrix? Because I Fuck love yeah. that part. In fact, I might have remembered Dude, that part the, as the entirety of this. The McDonald's
3: story. might have been. It, it, d- d- the McDonald's is the most horrifying thing I've ever read about in my life, and I don't know why it was so like <laughs> bothersome to me. What's well, like to no had... get at McDonald's was was like that's a button for me apparently Nightmare McDonald's. <laughs> well, we've had a. <laughs>
1: I mean aren't all McDonald's nightmare McDonald's. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But like
0: yeah though.
1: We've had we've had a pretty light body horror time in the Andalite Chronicles. We got a little bit with our brawn. But uh this like I flip the page and I read this. He was uh like any normal human, except that his face was covered in red splotches and pustules. He uh. had no eyes, no eyes at all, but he could speak. Welcome to McDonald's, may I take your order. No, no. And this it's- is like Horrified. Hard and fast, the return of body horror. And it's not yeah. just no eyes. It's no eyes and pustules. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good, good plosive there, Al. Pustules. <laughs>
3: so nasty. But man, I, I'm telling you, like, I read stuff all the time that people will tell me is scary. And my brain's just not wired that way. I'm like, nope, I'm reading a book. It's not scary. The nightmare McDonald's got to me. And I have no idea why. I've come... That place horrifies me. That's where my nightmares will go from now on.
1: Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Uh, I'm loving it.
2: <laughs> I've come to the realization, too, that like middle grade horror books freak me out more than adult horror books. There's something maybe that's about it. like there's like an innocence that surrounds the horror that makes it better as where I feel like every adult one is kind of jaded and. It's too yeah. humanized. Even if it's supposed to be supernatural, it's like like the shining. Is the dad possessed? Is he not? Well who it, knows? But here the adult well, in stuff... books
1: for adults, we accept that we are the monsters and that's the source of all horror. <laughs> exactly. Right. In, they try in to be too kids, psychological. The monsters are monsters.
0: Yeah. This was the point where I was like, This needs to come back. This needs to be another show and it needs to be on FX please <laughs> uh, please no. be on fx
1: please
3: if, if there is a nightmare mcdonald's i'm out i'm not watching the show i'm telling there
1: has to be Ugh. i can say if, a if thing i have a dream jen come to tim's side on <laughs> nightmare mcdonald's should oh, i do that no. quick, quick yay or nay vote nay. yay yay oh, i need to the picture have the it. mascot for nightmare mcdonald's oh. fuck you <laughs> fuck you alex
0: oh. hey alex actually fuck you Hey, actually, fuck you, Alex. You know, you know,
3: you know what the you know what the mascot for Nightmare McDonald's would be? Fuck you, Alex. Ronald, but with no face and pustule. <laughs> It'd be the Batman who laughs. The Ronald mm. who laughs. Yeah.
0: The Ronald who laughs. laughs. Oh my god.
3: Oh. oh, fuck that. I'm gonna have a dream about this McDonald's. I promise you, I'm gonna wake up in the middle of the night. I'm texting all of you.
1: Then Visser three morphs into Grimace, but it's like. <laughs> Grimace drawn by the guy who did those dinosaur Pokemon designs. So he's all scaly with gnarly teeth and cold, dead eyes with veins deep sunk in them.
0: With that
3: scary fucking bear mask face. Have I ever told y'all that I'm slightly obsessed with grimace? You know what, Tim? A lot more
0: makes so much sense for me now. For you, yeah. Like I just get you you so much more.
3: (laughs) Ever since I was a kid, I was like, "What is that thing?" And so I've always just been like, he's my favorite of the advertising mascots, mainly because I don't understand him. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm always on eBay looking for Grimace merchandise.
0: <laughs> oh, Tim. <laughs> oh, God.
1: That's the episode. We're not going to top that <laughs> No, no, we're done here. <laughs> I, Thanks. I do. I'm, I'm really,
3: really into, like, I want somebody to write some fanfic about this evil Grimace.
2: I love that you think that nobody's oh. written fanfic, baby. Is that a pull-up archive of our own? <laughs>
1: Oh. i oh, ta- i hereby i hereby move because apparently this podcast now works in parliamentary procedure oh. i hereby move that we add a channel to the discord for everyone to just add grimace fans. there you thing. go oh please <laughs> please let that be a thing
2: should i do it now they can do while it- we're recording to have people <laughs> so be they like, don't know yes. what the fuck is going on <laughs> yeah. all right hi everybody at discord yeah. this is why this channel now exists you're welcome
1: yep so much more makes sense now i'm sure uh, we can all agree, though, that of the McDonald's mascots, Tobias's favorite would be Birdie, right? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah.
2: To segue, how the fuck do you evolve with wheel? Like, I want yeah. this. I don't know. That is so I, fucking yeah. creepy. I was really okay. like, are they like organic
1: wheels? Yeah. They're, they're implicitly organic. I think what happens is this, because I've been thinking about this. And we've had a lot of Discord discussion on this one, uh, on this book in general. But this came up yesterday. And I think the idea that they evolved with wheels personally is way, way, way weirder than the idea that they could pull extra mass from Z space when they replicate. I agree. Yeah. Just for the record. And that's not to pick on Ian, (laughs) but we we started to have this debate and I have not had time. So I'm doing it on the show.
0: (laughs) So I just gotta know, Come. like, when when the wheels start to get worn down, do they squish instead of squeak? Though, because that's been bugging me.
1: Uh, I think me. they what... gurgle. Oh, it would be... what what that's so much
0: worse. Made out of okay, no, I've got this. I think They'd be I've got... kind of their meat wheels. They'd be kind of slorpy, wouldn't They're they? They're big bony meat wheels, is what they are. Slorpy, they big slurpen... <laughs> Big bony meat wheels. These Mortrons
1: have to have had some sort of convergent evolution between symbiotic species. Originally, you had to have had a flying body monster and a chassis monster and wheel (laughs) monsters. And these monsters came to, to rely on each other... Good, I thought you were gonna say it came together. Gave All the right. chassis the wheels gave the chassis mobility so that they could survive. The the upper half, the bird part, gave them the ability to hunt and gather more effectively, and eventually over millennia, they just merged into a single, like colonial, hive mind three-way symbiote. My thought is in order for
3: the wheels to twist, there would need to be like a separate axle piece. Well, this is, is what
1: I'm saying. They have to be their own discrete, like, physical they entities do. because yeah, there's no way there's, they could rotate. Yeah. Right. Yeah. There's no way
0: to get, like, a right. blood uh, or whatever source to them and no way to... Yeah. It's not they efficient. They can't be veins.
1: Yeah. No. So I what can't. has to happen is something like this. We have established that Andalites can absorb nutrients through their hooves. The wheels must be able to do the same thing to absorb nutrients passed from the stubby legs of the lower half of the Mortron, which would serve as axles basically like a mother bird throwing up food into the baby bird's mouth Ugh. the chassis of the trodden must like
0: fuck you alex
1: must what? must like uh 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 like what's the word i'm looking for um squeegee out must like emit kind of like those spiders that milk Stop. each other What the f- uh, are you just trying to make see, us all
0: bad tonight to my- yeah no. what the hell man
1: i'm not trying <laughs> you are so weird alien though. thing But they they must, like, exude this nutrient slurry that the wheels then absorb in. That's what I'm getting at. Okay. I've thought a lot about this.
0: Apparently. Just enough to make us all uncomfortable. Congratulations! (laughs) I mean,
1: any explanation of this thing's biology is gonna be gross. Oh, yeah. That's true. Oh, yeah. Ugh. Sorry.
3: Okay, so Marco's favorite of the McDonald's would be
1: Hamburglar, right? Yeah. Would Marco be into Hamburglar or would Marco be into the professor? I don't remember a professor. So you've I got the Hamburglar, you've got the professor, you've got the man in the moon. Mayor you've McCheese. Got Mayor McCheese, Birdie, the Fry Guys. The man in the moon was separate though, right? He wasn't part of the group. There was some brief overlap at one point. Generally, no. But there was a little overlap. Would Jake be a Mayor McCheese? Jake would be a Ronald. Yeah, that's probably mm.
2: more accurate. I kind of regret Googling McDonald's fanfic. I'm not going to lie. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh. <laughs> the real question is: Their McDonald's slash fic.
2: They're they're yeah. worse. What? I'm gonna let if you want to evil grimace, it, you could Google it. <laughs> no,
3: it turns out I do on a Google.
0: Oh it. God!
1: Quick, who's gonna make McDonald's fanfic without context? Twitter account. <laughs>
2: Fifty Shades of Grimace. I'm just throwing that out there. Oh, oh my God. goodness. <laughs> the downfall of Grimace.
0: <laughs> hey Tim, don't you want that action figure? <laughs> oh, I
3: don't know. Grimace, grimace, grimace and, and Dom
0: jeans. Grimace and his Dom
3: jeans, jeans yeah. I need, I need Alex to start drawing shitty Grimaces too. <laughs> With the whole Red the Room play play set. Set.
2: I love that Like the one thing anybody knows about Fifty Shades is the Dom jeans, and that is because of my brother and my brother <laughs> and me. Thank you. <laughs>
1: I actually thought that was a complete and utter bit until someone else told me no, otherwise. it's not
2: at all. Oh, oh, Alex, I know this now. I'm just gonna close these tabs. <laughs> That's probably a good idea. Yeah. Like, I haven't even said the worst one. I'm just gonna keep going. What else we got? Here? Oh, oh, God. come
1: on, hit us, hit us, somewhere. hit us with some McNugs.
2: <laughs> well, there is a Ronald McDonald x Donald Trump. So I'm not sure if that's a crossover or a slash fic <laughs> no. or what I'm not opening it. There's also Ronald McDonald fucks the corpse of a drowned child. What? Okay, we're done. Oh, my oh God. Man. This yeah. Is yeah the yeah, first we're, two we're that come up when I Jesus Google Christ McDonald's fanfic. So like
1: So don't Google McDonald's fanfic. Yeah. sure I, I do have to Ronald throw something out there. Ronald McDonald. Shre- no.
2: I mean that's pretty what? funny
0: though.
3: I I have to make one comment real quick quick here is that i just got an update on my phone and if y'all aren't in the discord group you need to be just for meg's comment she actually did start the grimace fanfiction channel and her first comment is amazing and perfect and everybody should go read it
1: (laughs) i co-sign yeah all right so far no one has responded but i'm going to keep this open on my phone and keep us all apprised (laughs) so so time matrix bubble dimension i kind of love the aesthetic of the york home world this is basically a patchwork world of York homeworld and Earth and Andalite homeworld. And maybe this is just like the lighting design nerd in me, but I would kill for a chance to like safely sit in a bubble and just watch lightning strike on the York homeworld oh, yeah. in its neon green sky. Yeah. Like, also, horrible also it's a neon green sky, that, but also beautiful. like, it's gotta be really fucking gorgeous, right?
0: Yeah. Except those giant tongues, cause fuck that.
1: I mean, no, some people are not that. literally,
0: not literally, Alex, <laughs> Alex, no. Oh. No, Alex. Alex, no.
1: I wonder if they also have vornados. God. Oh,
0: God. Anyway, <laughs> It's a type of fan. We're good.
1: It's a fan of hurricanes that eat people.
0: Yes. Uh, hurricanes? What? It's called a vornado, not a <laughs> 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 Yeah,
1: Well, I hear it'll rock oh, you man. like a voracane. <laughs> someone who's listened to the show is going to be humming that for the rest of the day and uh, what can i say except you're welcome
3: if I ever get invited to a hurricane, I'm not going. That's
2: probably That's good. all I'm saying. That, that might be a good. safe bet for you. Yeah. We get like a, a good look at Andalite religion maybe again, or... I'm not really sure exactly what it is, but he definitely vents out
1: a lot of frustration at a tree.
0: Oh yeah, when he hugs it and he's crying at it. Yeah.
1: Which that brings me back to my new theory that Andalites are the Andals or the First Men, one of the two, of Game of Thrones. Because they have, they have Northern Stark trees on the the andalite homeworld
3: they do indeed did y'all catch them talking about how slow the trees talk yes, yes. <laughs> another Lord of the Rings like direct reference yeah, yeah. with the ants
2: mm-hmm. spoiler you're probably going to find more and a lot of Star Trek references
3: yeah I, I, I dig on the Star Trek references though
1: I also think the Andalite Homeworld might be a Dr. Seuss book just because of some of the names of stuff we get uh, the Garaba tree which is his Holothala, as he visits with the all these trees all this lush grass the Kaffit bird the Hoobers and the Janglers and the Watchamacallits the floozers (laughs) it sounds like the end of of the grinch when he lists out all the musical instruments, and by he i mean throw ravenscroft (laughs) we also learn about while we're on andalite stuff we learn about like the social structure of andalite society
2: we do i really liked that actually
1: long ago we had cities i explained but we were free roaming herd animals to begin with i mean that's how we evolved millions of years ago andalites moved in vast herds which would split off into smaller herds at different times of the year. Then, gradually, we got used to forming smaller herds. Families, really. Each family made its scoop and... and we held our own grazing lands. All the sandalite environment you see is part of my family's grazing land. And then it goes on to talk about how, after that, like, they tried to build cities and no one was happy and there wasn't enough grass for people, so they tore down the cities and went back to herd life and basically just, like, the three cities are spaceports but all the spaceships are built by like one family will smelt the ore, and one family will shape things out and one family will do this and that and they just like pass parts forward from group to group to group until the ship is done it's like the most horizontally integrated manufacturing scheme ever
2: yeah i loved it it also reminded me of a hallmark movie but i loved it
1: (laughs) i need to see an andalite hallmark movie now
2: You're welcome. Andelite comes to a
1: town trying to understand Christmas. And he's gonna
3: really save his family's this, business. Yeah, the successful New York Andelite who who loses the girlfriend.
2: It's there to a yerk. There's literally to to a, a, yerk. Yerk. Yeah. <laughs> a movie about a cookie factory or cookie something where for each cookie only one person knows like the icing recipe or the sugar cookie. Nobody knows everything, and that's literally all I could think about. I was like oh okay this is now a hallmark movie
1: well i'm going to go work on my andalite Keebler elf fanfic crossover so
2: god i got to close this i opened i accidentally opened up the 50 shades of gray one i need to just minimize
1: this
0: shit no <laughs> man accidentally
1: your head just slipped and clicked in exactly the right place on your screen you accidentally popped some popcorn and opened a bottle of wine listen
2: I'm not going to go into my Fifty Shades of Grey rant right now. But what I am going to talk (laughs) about is that the agent of Lauren, the agent. Yeah, that did come out right. Really bothered me.
1: Yeah. yeah. I feel like that's they were not like the best part of this.
2: I feel like they were like, well, we have to make it not weird that she's pregnant at the end
0: of the book. Yes.
2: That's like, I spent most of this book thinking she's got to be like 18 ish, 17, 18, because she has to bias at the end. Right. And then this is like, so I play softball and I'm like, cool. She plays softball in college. And then it's like, at least the cheerleaders aren't here. And I'm like, oh, wait a second. So, okay. Oh, senior no. in high school. And then it's like the kids at the end are roughly the same age as Lauren. Or it's like, and now I'm 18, which is definitely a few years from where I'm supposed to be. And I'm like, oh, no, no, that's weird. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and like I and yeah. I and I said this in the discord and I think it was taken as like that I think there's a big age gap between her and Elfangor and that's not where the weirdness is coming from for me it's just weird like all physically around. she's 18 but mentally she's still 14 yeah. okay yeah. we've all seen Big right like that movie I think is as old yeah. as I am and it's like yeah
1: well it looks like it's as old as you but it was actually made <laughs> recently <laughs> and been uh, aged uh, artificially Thank you. Uh, Thank you. A genie did it.
2: Mm. I don't know. It's just... A
1: genie named Sinbad. And
2: also, like, <laughs> he keeps telling her, like, when you think of your home planet, you know, just kind of think of it as everybody accepting that you're 18. But her friends are still, like, 13, 14, 12, somewhere in that range. Like, right. Is she aging them all up, too? But also going back to, like, those kids an anymore. hour after she left? Like, What? <gasps> yeah
1: insert here the uh the gif of is it john crier doing hello fellow teens
2: yes i do think that is no it's steve Bushimi, isn't
1: it oh is it steve that's right
2: the gif of steve Bushimi, yes <laughs> <laughs> i had to i'm sorry
1: it's fine i don't care
2: so yeah like i don't know it wouldn't have been if lauren was like 16 15 16 and Elfangor came in at 18. Like, that age gap is not weird. None of this age gap is weird to me. Like, I feel like this could have been done without her having to be aged up. Like, yeah, and it, it yeah, it never
0: directly states how old she is. You don't have to do that.
2: Yeah. Well, it
3: doesn't it doesn't yeah. state how old Elfangor is either, does it? No.
0: Well, it's alien years. It
2: doesn't count anyway. Yeah, like, it, <laughs> it is implied that they are
1: it's roughly just like the Supergirl. same
3: age. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know.
2: Like, their age gap is not weird to me. It's the aging up at the end. I don't know. It's just there's yeah. something yeah. about it like if this was done today, I it would have been enough for me to be like, nope, this book got weird. Yeah. yeah. Well it was but also like, weird when the an was of... like,
0: Don't worry, she won't remember you. Yeah. No, yeah. oh, that's creepy too,
2: bro. That's that's super <laughs> creeps. <laughs> like, I'm okay with I, mean, I get the understanding is that Lauren is supposed to be roughly the same age as the Animorphs and that the whole thing is like dependent on like These kids, like Elfinger has seen a kid, literally a child, be strong enough to help defend the universe that he's okay dying knowing that these kids are going to continue on his legacy or continue on the battle or whatever. Like, I get that. Mentality, and I think that is wonderful, and I definitely teared up over that, but it's still weird. Yeah, I
1: mean, I definitely agree that it is weird, and I definitely think that in this 2019 it would be handled differently. I will say, just for like context, in case anyone's not reading along. It is basically hand-waving in the last, I don't know, 20 pages of 300-and-something pages of story to jump from all of the action to present tense. So, like, if the end of the book were given more space in the first place, I think they'd almost have to explain it differently. Yeah. I think a product of it being just kind of hand-wavy and therefore weird because of how deus ex machina it is is simply because this is essentially Mm. like, okay, and now we're in epilogue. Yeah, Yeah. but couldn't you
3: have done that? Because the three years later is sort of arbitrary. Or you couldn't you have just said it was seven years later or something along those lines and accomplished no, you could, the same i'm not
1: again i'm not trying to justify it as intentional because of that i think it's a consequence of just structurally this is I where gotcha. it comes in the book it's not like we spend 70 pages on them having a relationship as I gotcha. uh, as aged adults, no
0: but we do spend an entire page talking about how uh, Elfinger did trim her toenails and fingernails, so yes. there was that. And his hook that did
2: fuck me up. Yeah, yeah. So her toenails that are coming out of her shoes. Yeah, Ugh.
0: yeah. What? That was that was <laughs> so wild Who to else me. Stop to Cause I'm like their nail because like I couldn't. I had to why? go. <laughs> I had to go get a pedicure and a manicure. I was like, no, 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 yeah. no, no what
3: i want you know she has like adamantium toenails or something
1: how do they punch through a shoe oh no that can like, happen that i want to make wild. the weirdest deep cut <laughs> oh no
3: why do you just roll through that like it's happened like <laughs> a bunch of times before you're, you're because like, oh, i want to make the
1: weirdest nails. deep cut that will also like get there okay uh everyone is familiar with the mickey mouse club yeah yeah. Like the old 90s show or like the Disney show that is for kids? Well, what the 90s show was based on, like the original 50s okay. yeah. Oh, broadcasts. Okay, gotcha. I, see. I only remember ever, like, once or twice watching rebroadcasts of that at, like, stupidly early hours on WGN or something, okay? But the clear and vivid memory I have of it is this, like, trivia game they're playing where they're talking about world record. And they're like, which one of these is a real world record? And I don't remember the two fake ones. All I remember, because they had costumed some poor girl to recreate it, was them showing on this show from the 1950s what it would look like if you actually had foot plus long finger and toenails. Ugh. And their depiction had them coming out of her shoes there, too, And <laughs> curving up and around. And it was like every now and then I think about that episode and that image. But like I hard flashed to that on this. And See, all I'm gonna say is what? that's some weird shit for the 1950s and children's yeah. programming. Hey, have right? you
0: seen many 1950s children's programming? Yeah. It's really- <laughs> really not. <laughs>
3: Before? I remember so seeing perfect. photos from the Guinness Book of World Records of the longest fingernails, and they curl into a spiral. Yep. So yeah. my thought and is And then he that keeps them in a bag. It, it, it's
0: like, stop, no...
3: Well, my my thought is is that they would just kind of like get to the edge of the shoe and turn,
0: but they're like
3: and come back so
0: quickly through. So if that happened, yeah, and if oh, that happened, then if they did turn and come thing. back, then they would go through her toe, and that's even worse, Tim.
2: Yes, even that's worse. True. I agree with Jenna there. Ugh.
3: Well, don't blame me for that. Jenna was the one that put that into the universe. You, I was thinking under <laughs> the foot. You said
2: curl back. Un, no, it would go. through. Yeah, un,
3: uh, curl back under the foot. They would but, follow the sole of the shoe. Go back. But when back does it the stop left.
0: curling? though? <laughs> Damn it, Alex!
3: Now, now I'm horrified by that. Of of like, just like these massive toe spikes back through your feet.
2: Yeah, I'm just gonna uh, say, like, uh, uh, I have a really long nail right now, and by really long, it's not anywhere near this, and it is creeping me out enough. <laughs> right uh, uh, I need my nail file. Yep,
0: <laughs> get those fuckers in check.
1: I really hope our ris- our listeners right now are on the right side of turned on versus grossed out <laughs> on this kind of thing. <laughs>
0: Uh, grossed out is the correct answer here, yes. folks, just in case you're wondering.
3: I don't know, like, I hadn't been, like, really, like, grossed out by anything in years, and Nightmare McDonald's and Slasher toenails, and I'm, uh, <laughs> ugh, I've got, like, the chills going through me, I can't.
2: Uh, I'm not going to remind you what you made me read, like, a year or so ago, but I am staring at the necklace of it. Oh. <laughs> so, like... <laughs>
3: Hey, everybody should go listen to the first couple episodes of Judging Book Covers.
2: I'm just to remind you that Infected was a book that you made me read. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And uh, I bought that book because
0: of you. Damn it.
3: <laughs> you're welcome. <Ugh.
0: clears throat>
3: And that did not creep me out as much as the, the Nightmare McDonald's. Well,
2: something's wrong with you, Tim. Yeah, I
3: mean... I, I really think there is. There's I, a seed
2: that someone reminded me of today in Infected that I was like, ah, oh, I was happy never remembering that that was in there. And I'm not even a guy. Was it on ob-
3: Facebook? What? The The reminder? I, I read that same thing that today. That
2: whole book is so squishy. It's just so uncomfortable. Yep. Yeah. So,
1: yeah. Tim reads a lot of squishy things. I have no clue what we're talking about.
2: Infected by Scott That's... Sigler. Just, if you want to, like, have to take... Take you can have my coffee in a row go read it
1: <laughs> it's so it's I'm good. so good
3: it's so good it
2: was good it is a very good book scott yeah. is a fantastic sci-fi author however <laughs> I, am I will not be right it. now and i have already taken Bless. a shower tonight <laughs> oh
3: so good
1: did you know that the scientific term for the sensation of bugs crawling on your skin is formication <sighs>
3: Mhm. Yep. No, I did yes, not.
0: It's a side was effect also of, of Zovig. talking about that. <laughs>
1: Let's
3: see if I have any more notes here. You know I'm always so good about writing extensive notes.
1: While you do that, can we just talk once more about how wrong Tim was? <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, oh, so wrong. I just like I, I enjoyed highlighting comments this time or lines this time of like Lauren being like, I care for you too. And just being like, Tim, I mean, like, you didn't remember Tobias. I haven't forgotten that. like
3: And, and there are things like I can only imagine the second read through, like the things that you would pick up on that maybe you 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 might have glossed through the first time although probably not as much as I glossed through everything but so the the things that are like even should be noticeable to me that are so obvious to you guys you know what i'm saying
1: i'm going to i'm going to jump into that future book spoiler thread where there is a collection of quotes that uh <laughs> let's just say people were astonished did not send up signals for you <laughs> Ian contributed it would be a fine thing to run there to run with Lauren and forget everything that had happened with the comment how did Tim miss the clues which was the inception of Mr. Podcaster I gave you all the clues <laughs> that was the direct inspiration there another one from Ian but still even though it was horrible sometimes I don't think I'd want to have never met you or it's a date Lauren said which I totally could we have a Mustang there totally too totally brought up she put her arm she put her arm around my, ace, my waist <laughs> and looked deep into to my eyes with her two tiny blue human eyes uh let's see was there anything else in there that is relevant to while this while you're looking uh no i would not leave lauren dot 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 i mean the humans
2: the text message i got was tim is going to have his mind blown with the elf finger lauren tobias thing and i said yep. oh robin and he said it's so obvious and cliche but he did accept the yep. mom theory.
3: Well, that makes me feel better. At least he gave me that. But yep, you're right, mind blowing. <laughs> also, I feel like I'm doing a podcast walk of shame right now.
1: <laughs> so again, again, this is not about shame. The joy in <coughs> this is what we're we're really wanting to highlight here. Because it, it you brought us all so much. Look, if Marie Kondo oh walked God. in today, you would be safe. <laughs> it's
0: true. It's very true. The condo
1: can't hurt you here. <laughs>
2: What's the problem is when this episode gets released, that is going to be such an old like thing that it's gonna be like showing our age. I don't know. It's that's gonna be so last week. I mean
1: <laughs> it's less than a week away, but also like I don't care, it brings me joy. I can keep it.
0: <laughs> also, Alex's been on that condo shit for like
2: years
1: yeah i've been on that condo shit since like 2013
2: yeah i will also add that chapman plays a part in what is yet to come so like your love of chapman that I have never understood yeah. you're like <laughs> revel in it but we yeah. don't get
3: he was such a big part of this book we
2: don't get the like, like that i you know, is he still a sociopath?
3: I, yeah, that's what I don't... It seems like no. After hearing him talk without the yerk in his head, seems like he definitely would have been without the yerk. You know, he was he was that way before the yerk. He was that way with a yerk. But once he got the yerk, the chance to speak without the yerk, it it, it does seem like he's a, a better person than anything that was portrayed in this book.
0: And maybe the elements tweaked him.
3: That's what I... That's the other thing. Is he even the same person?
0: Does having a kid change you that much? Is it a secret? Could well a lot of people would say yes but is it a secret twin
3: he even made that he made that comment that it it was like it must be his twin or something because when when lauren came up and talked to him he's like i don't know who you are and what you're talking about (laughs) two chapmans would be amazing
1: god (sighs) which one of us is gonna write the parody lyrics to two princes now (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> if you think
3: any one of us besides you could do that alex
2: for
1: real
3: i have faith uh, all right so what's what's the next book that we're reading are we on 14 we are uh yes
2: do you remember who is the narrator of fours? I assume that's so, a question for yeah. Tim. Is it Cassie? Is Cassie the four or is Cassie the five? Are you asking? Or are you we've got Cassie.
1: Cassie on fours and eights?
3: Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, um, I have like no predictions on this because I don't remember where we left off. So book thirteen, that was so long ago. Book
2: thirteen was the start what? of the free Hork-Bajir colony and tobias gets his morphing powers back
3: that's right okay well i feel like that's going to be at least some factor although probably not as big a factor as the next tobias book but that's going to have to play a role in this like i don't think you could go the whole book without touching on the fact that he can morph again which also mind-blowing that that's the power that he got back like i we talked about that before that that was one of my predictions is that eventually he'd become a human again i never thought that he would get the power to morph from bird to something else again uh there's going to be be some kind of environmental issue because it's a cassie book whaling yeah whaling was that one i was using before um yeah let's go with that let's go with the environmental issue and 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 tobias does some things
2: um so 14 i'm not gonna lie outside of like two cassie books i never remember what they're fucking about because i mean i love cassie but i don't like her books for the most part and i just looked up the cover and a quick like think of the most off the wall thing you can think of and that's probably what's going to happen in this book just gonna throw that out there
3: they morph a narwhal
1: all right cassie starts a band and the entire group travels the u.s solving mysteries and (laughs) playing music in local venues yep
2: yeah, essentially Cassie that. number four and Cassie 18 is about the only two Cassie books that I can ever remember.
3: All right, so we're on 14. When's our next Chronicle book, you said? twenty
2: After 22. After 22. Yeah. The hork Chronicles will be then.
3: Okay. When? When does? Do we know when the Elemis Chronicles falls?
1: <sighs> Tim, there is a page in a channel oh, yeah. in the Discord dedicated entirely to this. I took much freaking
2: time. It even told you what year we'll be doing it. Yeah. The answer is <laughs> 2020.
1: Okay. So
3: we got a while before that yeah. one shows up. Yeah. Yeah. Book list. There it is. <laughs> I'm there now. I'm glad. <laughs> Oh, we also get Visser in 2020.
2: Yeah, which is not... It's going
3: to be a big Visser, year.
2: Visser Chronicles for some reason, but that's okay. Yeah. Right. We got a lot of really good books coming up. Not... Yeah,
3: I'm super excited for it. Like I said, the, this one was so much better than I could have even hoped for. Shit. But I'm I'm really excited. Really excited to keep
1: going. So say we all.
0: I almost uh, am terrified to say this, but do you have any weird animal facts for us? I do. Mm-hmm. All <laughs>
1: I, uh, passed on some more frightening animals, and I have a new scientist article from January 14th of this year about rabbits.
0: Okay, hesitant, but... The
1: headline is, rabbits that don't eat their own feces are small and weak. (laughs)
3: It's like the most bully line I've ever heard.
1: There's an image here of three like grey and brown rabbits with their heads down, maybe nibbling on some grass, and a fourth one out of focus in the corner. And a caption, eat up if you want to be big and strong. Who
2: was this <laughs> written by? Because if it's any kind of like rabbit name, this is totally like a break. I told you there are scientific articles about this. I'm going to continue to eat shit. His name is Kit Lepon. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the the byline is Chelsea White.
2: Uh huh. White rabbit. Brandy, uh, and apparently
1: we've we've known for a while <laughs> that rabbits have a taste for their own feces, but now we know why.
2: I mean, don't dogs do? Like, is this applicable to more than one animal?
1: I mean, I don't know. In this case, rabbits produce both soft and hard feces, and will eat the soft feces because it helps digest the food to run it through again. But like, cool. why uh, the soft
0: one though? Ugh. <laughs> Uh, cool,
2: cool, 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 cool,
1: cool. Uh, a no. team at the Henan Agricultural University in China raised two groups of New Zealand rabbits, and where does the article continue?
0: Uh... Click and pay five dollars to continue reading.
1: <laughs> like, there's not even a link to. Is do this like that.
2: Bunny University, Bunny.edu? Are you, are you B-U-N? sure? this is a no, real again, website. This is
1: The new scientist. Yeah, new. Uh-huh. <laughs> There's literally no option in the mobile layout to continue reading. Oh well, darn! Then it's false. Well, that's it. <laughs> rabbits eat shit,
2: <laughs> and it's good for them. Specifically, soft poop. So, did you want us to morph into rabbits and eat our poop, or is this just a fact? We
1: no, this is just okay. a fact. You wanted look. I found an, an a group-approved animal to I give you information it. about. I am
2: so glad none of us are afraid of bunnies and i'm very glad you did not go um, into spider rain i do truly appreciate that i did oh, I, I
1: saw it and i passed on it and i yeah. saw it like six more times and i kept passing on it and finally i sent it to Tim and said i'm not doing this because meg will kill us both and Jin will help hide the body yep
2: <laughs> and then Kendall like eight people sent
0: it. me yeah like <laughs> yeah. eight people sent me links and pictures of this bullshit and i'm like hey why do you think i would want to see this me me the person who is terrified of spiders yeah. why yeah why How many of those this? were Bob? None, surprisingly. Shocking. Yeah. No, it was uh, literally everyone else in my life. They're like, oh, look at this Spider Rain. Yeah. Nope. Didn't appreciate that. Nah. Spider nah, Rain no. is my
1: favorite Prince song, though. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it is a really good one. Spider so, Rain.
3: Do you think the bunnies that don't eat the poop are sort of like vegans? <laughs> like, no? they're like, no, no, we're not going to eat that. That's not, you know. But. I, I don't know. Hey Tim, bunnies like they they feel like they're better than the other bunnies. And bunnies that's why
2: don't
0: they're just eat they... it's dumb. Bunnies <laughs> bunnies don't just eat green stuff. Tim.
3: No 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 no. I I mean like like a vegan person compared to a meat eating person. Oh okay. Like that's the attitude that they have.
2: Oh man. <laughs> well, everybody I've talked to has definitely started a conversation with their name, and then I don't eat rabbit poop. So
0: <laughs> that's good. Did you know that most rabbit food is made with bits of rabbit?
2: I, no No. joke... Got asked to like watch a bunny, and it was a white bunny with red eyes. And I am actually a little surprisingly terrified of rabbits, but not in like a like I can pet a rabbit, I can be around a rabbit. (laughs) Rabbit facts don't bother me. Don't ask me to like watch your rabbit.
1: (laughs) You just need a holy hand grenade.
3: Yes, (laughs) you just don't want to be alone with a rabbit for like a few hours
2: of its cage. And also, my dog was running around, and like it was just all around a bad experience. (laughs) <laughs> but also like i kind of opened Aww. the door and was like please take the food don't hurt me like <laughs> i don't know what it is like i find it petting, like petting zoos i'm great oh man that was like a deep realization that i did not know i had inside me
1: meg <laughs> just sent us all a link to 50 shades I'm of am not goodness. clicking that link the, the no. ninth word is cock
2: <laughs> yep oh god violet hue lips while we go and read this 50 shades of grimace fanfic
1: words 18 and 19 (laughs) are furry blubber
2: (laughs) while we read this fanfic we're gonna let you listen to tim's portion of the fanfic how about that
3: on a normal day i would have laughed out loud at jenna's reaction to my spider form today was not a normal day however so i was limited to a panic induced silence I'll probably get a good kick out of it later if I don't die. I watched as Jenna slid her way through the ventilation shaft, and I followed behind. I couldn't help but notice that she had a pant leg missing. I figured whatever caused that could not have been fun. I wasn't sure, but it seemed like an inappropriate time to comment on it, and a very appropriate time for silently following. I saw Jenna remove a vent cover and disappear through the opening. The sound that followed led me to believe that she didn't stick the landing. I decided that I was better off staying in Spider Morph and finding a way down that didn't involve my acrobatic skills. To say they are suspect is to be quite generous. I knew I wasn't going to be much help with the controls in the control room, as I wasn't even sure what the controls in the control room actually controlled in the first place. Best to stay out of the way and wait to be told what to do. This proved to be difficult as I remembered the whole bit about the self-destruct sequence. I started to try and take in my surroundings and see if there was anything I could do to be helpful. Nope, I thought to myself. I am way out of my depth here. Is there anything I can do to speed up whatever it is that you are doing? I asked Jenna in thought speak. I was trying not to sound pushy, but I'm pretty sure I sounded pushy. She said something in response, but I didn't hear a word of it. I did hear something else that caught my attention. A voice. A voice that sounded very familiar. Once I placed the voice, I became very excited and ran towards it. I realized as I scurried in the direction the voice was coming from that it sounded a bit off. It was the tone and language, the voice, that was wrong. This familiar voice was saying things I knew she would not have said. The voice I knew was calm and well-spoken. Not profane and angry. She was yelling at the Texans, but not like one of us would yell at the Texans, Not like a, you're my enemy kind of yell. It was more of a, stop eating each other and find a way through this door kind of yell. I was fortunate that these doors weren't made to be opened by spiders, as I probably would have already done so before realizing it was a mistake. Still not understanding exactly what was happening. I reached the small window that sat about three quarters up the door and allowed visibility into the hallway, but not back into the control room. I saw the source of the familiar voice. It belonged to the only person that I knew I could trust when I came to this place. The person who had brought me here. It was Commandy. Commandy who stood inches away from the glass, peering into the room. I could have sworn that she was making eye contact with me as she gave texans the order break it down now piercing alarm sounded no should we wrap this episode up all right yeah 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 yeah.
1: (laughs) i think we should have wrapped this episode up about (laughs) 10 minutes ago
3: probably do we
2: have any listener questions or anything like that oh no Oh no, Mr. Bill. It is one of the few times that most people in the discord are actually caught up to what we're reading. So we did get a lot of commentary right. on the actual book this week. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of which was like, "blessed him." It does not look like we
1: have any <laughs> new questions. I suspect after this episode we might We
0: we very well might <laughs> I don't know. so <laughs>
1: We have earned our explicit tag this week. And it does
2: not look like we (laughs) have any new reviews or ratings. Not that I'm checking. Which we
1: will log for in a week. Cool.
2: Yeah, please, like, we we won't add any more McDonald's fanfic. I'm sorry.
1: No, next time it's Wendy's. No, no, no!
2: (laughs) No, Because then
0: Wendy's will come after us on social media, and I don't want that heat. There's definitely
2: a McDonald's Burger King crossover. Wendy's probably somewhere up in there. Hey, hey,
1: Arby's, come at us! (laughs) (laughs) All
2: righty, that's it. I'm definitely gonna
1: like once upon a Deadpool through about half this episode.
2: (laughs) All right, I think we're good. Jenna, go ahead. Do (laughs) Okay.
0: We'd like to thank Christina Spinks for our show art. Uh, If you're interested in getting some sweet, sweet fan art from her or any kind of art from her, email her at c.spinks.animator at gmail.com or visit her Instagram that's at chaosdoesart. Peep our social meds at Minds at York on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. That's uh, that's Y-E-E-R-K. If you want to send us any questions or comments or love letters or weird stuff because we talk about weird stuff to you, that's fine. Uh, You can email us at Minds at yerk at gmail.com. The website is minds at yerk.com. Spell it Y E E R K again. If you like us and you want to help us out, rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Podbean, probably literally everywhere. Um, and let us know if we're not on your Podcatcher and we'll get there. That's it. Cool.
2: Tim, what's All that right. random quote? All right. Yeah. We're going
1: to do this time matrix style. Tim, prepare the book. Okay. Somebody say when. When. Chapman smiled.
2: Oh, God, right, of course. All right.
0: Jenna's Jenna. (laughs) Oh, sorry. I'm Jenna.
1: (laughs) I'm Alex.
2: I'm Megan.
1: And I'm Tim. And until then, we fight. audio that follows is, well, weird. Very weird. Look, we spent over five minutes on Grimace slash fic, and, well, I figured that maybe sex acts between consenting fast food mascots might not be everybody's thing. If it's your thing, well, congratulations. The rest of this episode is for you, And if it's not, well, maybe it's worth a laugh. But for real, this is kind of a content warning. There's some weird stuff here. Uh, So if you're still going, if you want to do this, well, enjoy the Grimace tapes.
3: No way it tops (laughs) this fanfic. Tim, I'm going to need you just to read
1: in this fanfic.
2: I may not be a chicken, but I got some spicy McNuggets for you to eat. (laughs) Jesus. Her moist, feathery
1: Oh, no, nope, we're done, we're done, we're
2: done, we're
0: done, we're done, we're done. Cloaca? <laughs>
3: I guess that's one word
0: for it. A
2: French kiss.
3: Oh, my gosh, it was slimy. Jesus. Oh, who wrote
0: I this? I can't imagine
2: anybody wants a beat anywhere on them.
0: <laughs> but, Meg, it's so hard.
1: Hey. Hey. Now you're kink shaming Rachel. Okay, fair. Uh. I apologize. Also, we have our first response to the the grimace fan fiction. Ooh, our first two. Oh Jesus. We have in caps and italics with spaces. <laughs> what? <laughs> Followed by the tables they have turned.
0: <clears throat> what else? Oh, Alex, I hadn't even seen that picture. That is so good. <laughs>
3: Yeah.
2: Oh no. I,
3: I'm I'm never gonna be able to unread yeah. what Grimace did to Birdie.
2: <laughs> can you like cut everything between this and like have Tim come back from the fanfic saying that?
1: <laughs> <clears throat> oh yeah, I'm gonna have some real fun editing this one. <clears throat> oh
2: my gosh. Oh yes.
3: I'm not posting There's this to the one. Facebook group, but if anybody wants this, they can they can message it. Because, oh no, why
2: are no. you sending me more?
1: Oh, Jesus. Welcome to our, our, our spinoff of, of Minds at Yurk. Uh Grimace Does It Dirty. <laughs>
2: <laughs> What's funny is all I googled was like Grimace fanfic. It wasn't like me intentionally trying <laughs> to find dirty fanfic. It's just where people went. The Grim Nasty. You're welcome. Oh, by the way, the I think this nasty. is with Ronald. It is this with Ronald. Ronald. Oh, God. And someone gets pissed that it's not their first time. What? i can't okay. even read
3: funny like lines from this one this one's upsetting
1: i'm cutting all of this this is gonna need <laughs> no. the worst content warning <laughs> <laughs> someday when we have a patreon people can have it oh okay anyways
0: oh he calls this thing a mc hot dog come on <laughs> <laughs> oh no no we have to no <laughs> sorry
1: oh you oh, like that oh, don't no. you best, grimace best come on me you grim
0: nasty boy
1: we're like 12 seconds from a cease and desist from chuck tingle i i I, the best line the best line
3: i guess the miss mcrib is back oh my gosh you're welcome
0: (laughs) you're what like what even all right anyway
1: something something slice of mcpizza this is one of the many reasons i myself prefer burger king
2: (laughs) Does it also include the fact that Burger King definitely offered penny burgers if you like ordered it in the vicinity of a McDonald's? Which that was so fucking good. I work above a McDonald's, it was great. (laughs) Oh, I found these Grimace fanfics, but they're all in French. Well, you know that, Dirty.
1: All Grimace wants in that one is a Royale with cheese. This
2: has got, between the two of them, 70 chapters in French. What? What? Who has that much well, to say about Grimace Well, for anyone who wondered what we were doing with when someone. we ran out of Animorphs
4: <laughs> books.